Hello again, everybody. It's uh, Jason Powers. I'm sitting outside tonight. I actually brought my laptop out here and uh, plugged in my uh, um, my blue snowball uh, for recording and uh, doing everything uh, wireless. So um, we'll see how this goes because never done this before. But I that's what that's the name unrestricted. Um, so I'm trying to. I don't know, take advantage of a fairly nice night, except for the bugs, which, of course, are annoying everybody, annoying <laughs> as usual. Uh, there's always lots to talk about. There's all kinds of things that are being pushed down people's throat. I was just reading a short uh, just a second ago. Uh, American Greatness, there's a uh, push. Uh, so House Democrat bill would uh, scrub husband and wife from federal law. Um as you are all aware, well aware by now, uh, this is a communist takeover. The idea is to move every, remove every norm, destroy every aspect of American life, and it's being done by our own people. In many cases, probably at the behest of, of international forces, of course, the ones that deny their existence, but yet they do exist, uh, financing this, this obliteration. This Xing out of America. It's sad. It's sad because I know so many people who who can see it, and then there's so many people that cannot see it and won't do anything about it. And I guess that's the most uh, damnable thing that uh, they're oblivious until, of course, you know, uh, it comes and knocks on their door eventually, which is what always happens. First, they come for. You know, you probably heard this uh, phrase or expression. Well, I think it was it started off first. They came for the the socialist. I was not a socialist, so I didn't speak out. And then next they came for the, you know, the labor union guy. I was not a labor union guy, so I did not speak out. Eventually they came for me and no one was left to speak for me. And that's what's going on in many cases. People were so complacent back in uh, 2016. The last seven years have been a Democrat. Uh, been uh, it's not about Democrat or Republican, by the way. It's been a uh, regime takeover. They're willing to destruct everything this country stood for. They're willing to get us into any kind of peril and situation militarily. We have the military uh, industrial complex that's. Uh, gone totally fruitcake with uh, training uh, philosophy. Uh, you know, they've uh, bent over backwards to allow these people to end the service, which is unacceptable, by the way. I can say that for without a shadow of a doubt. I, ha I can remember, and this isn't where I was planning on going with this, but uh, so I went through, uh, you know, MEPS. I went through the processing but I had to fill out uh, a form or application. It was like 30 or 40 pages long. I had to get two waivers, as a matter of fact, because I had uh, uh, problems with my driving. I had a minor battery <laughs> that had occurred just uh, shortly, about a year or two before that. When I say minor battery, it was a bar incident. Guy popped off at the mouth. He called my mom a bitch, and I went ahead and smacked him in the head. Uh, knocked him on his ass and his buddies and his girlfriends and whatever they uh 
they uh, were willing to, you know, testify. I took the plea deal, which was nothing. It was two days of road crew, which is what I did. Uh, I did one day of road crew, and I spent one day at the um, local, um, <clears throat> what do you call a hospice, nursing home, painting rooms up for um, for that day, for that duration. So, I mean, did I deserve it? Yeah. I, pot, I hit the guy. I hit a guy who, who decided to uh, bring my mom into the argument. I don't feel guilty for that. I really didn't. But I took the plea because I was guilty in, in and of itself. I shouldn't have. But it happened at a bar. So, you know, forgive me. Point being, I was young and hot-headed. But uh, I had to go through the military. You know, they when they processed my paperwork at the time, they expected me. They went through all the... They had a, I had a call with an uh, officer of some sort. I don't remember the exact thing, but I remember having to uh, take a call, explain the situation to them, and then they gave me the waiver. And they led me into uh, what was going because uh, I was going for a uh, fire controlman on, um, as an enlisted personnel. And they went through MEPS and uh, they sent me to MEPS and I got through there and then went to boot camp and all that kind of stuff. But the point is, is I had to go through some kind of procedures. You have to be physically capable, mentally capable, or at least mentally cleared to be capable. And uh, these uh, these uh, exceptions that they're putting in are just wholly, just, it's just going to destroy the entire working framework of the military because they're going to do more of it. It's entryism. It's the same way with the striking uh, men and uh, 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 a husband and wife from uh, federal law in terms of marriage this has always been the this has always been the objective by the way there was the the, the thing was with the uh, uh, allowance of certain people to do things that were unnatural that are actually ungodly that are not in the Bible that are not things that are the precepts I know there's people that absolutely abhor abhor and think the Bible, they think religion is despicable. They have all kinds of hangups with that. You know what? Go away. Go do something else. Go make your life. But instead, these are the kind of malicious people who think they're sm they think they're better than everybody else. They are always smarmy. They always think they're overly educated. When I say overly educated, they spend their entire time thinking that they've learned something because they can read some postmodern book. And they think they can because they can they're eloquent or they're, you know, they're able to, you know, use big words to say very small things, to be frank. Um, they think that they have they have our owners, but we've allowed these people to get in. We've allowed it over the last 50, 60 years. Uh, but in particular, we've allowed these people. They they're censoring. I mean, heck, they went after RFK the other day. Now, granted. A lot of this is a lot of this is a dog and pony show, by the way, just so you know, we all know this, right? They, they just put on these acts. They do this, all this kind of uh, hand wringing and they, they, they uh, used him as a, you know, because obviously they, you know, they don't want anybody who's remotely against them uh, in any way, shape or form. And granted, I don't, there's a lot of things I don't agree with, with RFK. Uh, but that being said that they, they certainly want to, uh, um, <clears throat> they wanted to make a point 
and they called it started calling him names they said he was anti-semitic because he quoted a study that it said that the the covid uh, virus had a substantial a genetic differential in terms of how it affected or impacted people of certain uh, races and ethnic ethnicities sorry i can't even spit that out which isn't was just in wholly wrong that's the thing i mean i i haven't looked at the study but i've looked at other studies that had has shown there's a propen- there's certain propensities. It's just like anything else. We are all genetically different. We we are all blessed, and we're also uh, sometimes not blessed with certain genetic markers that make us have a propensity to react to certain things more aggressively than others. I think most of us can figure that out by now. I mean, I'm allergic. To, matter of fact, I'm allergic to bee stings. If I get stung by a bee, I will swell up. I don't know, but he runs in the family. My mom had the same problem. I'm sure there's other people that can get stung several times by bees and has no zero, no impact on them. So every, all of us have certain differentials that would make us vulnerable or susceptible to certain things. Some of us are susceptible to an inordinate amount of stress, which could have also been part of this uh, uh, situation, by the way, with uh, in particular COVID. Like I said, I don't mind trying to argue the point. The point, the point I'm trying to make is the, the 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 smearing that has to go on to keep people. You know, you can't have a rational discussion or a debate with people who are have turned themselves over to the devil. When you have people like, I mean, this has surprised me any because these people have already been shown to be malicious on all sorts of levels. We know about Debbie Wasserman Schultz. She was the, the biggest egger on of that, along with that Stacy Plastic. They hate speech. They hate people who, who disagree with them in any way, shape, or form. They, you, they, hide, behind, they hide behind their, their uh, particular identities in order to get away with what they do and say what they want to say. And they make this country poor for it. And we are going to get owned, and I mean owned, in ways that people just can't seem to get get right with they're going they're going to have a hard time coming ahead because we have so many uh detestable forces that have unleashed onto this country and we are spiritually weak and if we don't find our spirit then this country will die it will die because of the lack of we have so many lackluster people at a young age who have no idea what this country is supposed to be for. I'm not arguing that we should have been in the wars that we've been in. In fact, I detested everything we've been in in terms of that. I've always felt that we should protect our country and protect our borders and be more inwardly focused and, and quite frankly, an isolationist in terms of policy. There are some that would wholly disagree with me and say that that's just a naivete and you wouldn't you you're not you're not understanding how evil the world is. It's like, oh yeah, I understand exactly how evil the world is, and that that's the whole point. You're not supposed to get sucked into that stupid shit. You're not supposed to go over and try to think you're going to solve the world's problems. And we never did solve any. And matter of fact, we instigated most of the problems that we we supposedly were supposed to go over there to quote unquote solve, because all it was was about us putting in the the proper puppet to allow us to do whatever it is that we're going to do. We have so many people who worked in the State Department and the intelligence community, uh, com, um, intelligence uh, community, who uh, 
put us on this wrecking ball path uh, with with plenty of help from the Bushes and the Clintons and Obamas and going back, you know, even Kissinger. Kissinger, no less, is still rattling his cock cleaners overseas. He was over. He was over in Beijing. He was actually sitting down with Xi Jinping. And he said, well, they always write it. Oh, well, he's not there on any official capacity. Oh, kiss my ass. That dude is so so always meddlesome in everything he has destructed. He's the one that got you China, by the way. He's the one who set up that whole scenario. He's the one who helped disavow uh, Taiwan, or as it used to be known as Formosa, uh, the Republic of China, the ROC. He was the one who set that uh, ball in place. It's right in his biography. You can go read it. Uh, Kissinger, you know, his uh, his uh, mammoth book. There's a passage in particular that lays out that whole consequence of what they were doing. They made that deal months, months before uh, uh, Taiwan uh, was officially uh, drummed out of the UN because they wanted to accept in China or the mainland, the People's Republic. So that asshole has been just meddlesome to no end. Uh, just, you know, just like Soros, just like, and, and yeah, I, I get the, the, the through line of many of these people that I'm talking about that are involved in this stuff. There is a detestable group of people who are atheistic, who don't believe in anything other than their power and their motivations, and they don't care who they destroy to get what they want. And it, 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 there was a there was a passage or a, a, a little um, what do you call it video on Twitter today. So somebody posted it was a uh, interview uh, with Le- it was Lex Friedman doing an interview of no- Yavel Noah Harari, but he, there was a capture of about six minutes, and he was talking about all these you know what you know the idea that uh, there can be no conspiracy theory you know that. This, there's, it's a neat idea to think that there's this one cabal out there that's doing this. Yeah, well, actually, it's very much a cabal. If you believe in hierarchy, believe in hierarchy, Pareto analysis, yes, there is a substantial evidence of people at the very top that have enormous amounts of power who know how to manipulate and control situations, not perfectly, that's what this guy tried to make it out. He's like, he makes it seem like we, we were suggesting that that any conspiracy or anything has a, uh, that they can control every event. No, they're not trying to control every, they're just trying to control key enough events. He laid down a, uh, a, um, a straw man with regards to Iraq and he says, well, look at the power of the U.S. military and look at what they didn't accomplish. He's like, do you really think that that was, that was the goal of the, the operation? The goal of the operation wasn't to, to to eradicate Iraq or totally defeat your enemy. That was never the case. Look at what happened. We had, a, a matter of fact, it, it, they, that's that's refutable by uh, Wesley Clark when he said that they were going to start five wars in seven years or seven seven wars in five years in seven different countries. Sorry, uh, <laughs> their policy their policy was always evolving, and who was evolving it? That's the question you need to ask. It wasn't W. Bush. It was somebody pulling Bush's strings. And guess what? His daddy was still alive, and we know what his daddy did. His daddy was part and partial to your China open-door policy, too. He worked at the U.N. He was a U.N. ambassador. He was an ambassador to China. So 
there's a whole host of things that were going on in the W administration and that all the cronyism was there too. You know, there's a reason why Dick Cheney was in the position he was in. There's a reason why, uh, what's his face? The guy who used to work, uh, um, who announced that they were short $2.3 trillion in one day. Sorry. Um, I can't even think of his name. Ron, Donald Rumsfeld. Sorry. It's hard to remember all these names because there's so many of them. But even these people are answerable. They're answerable to corporations. Remember, war is a racket. And it's, uh, there's a whole host of people that get money financially for having wars running. There's always, a, there's always the money part. That's what Yuval was not, was not getting into the point of. All wars are financed. All wars are financed. So somebody in the financial community has part and parcel to how these things get put together. And, of course, they can get anybody to go along. It's easy to get people to follow orders, especially if you incentivize their following of the order. If I throw 100,000, if, if I had a contest and gave you 100,000, said whoever answers my, my highly complex uh, question and gets $100,000, but they have to do this, there are some people that if whatever it is doesn't actually break any laws, but it's highly unethical and maybe even uh, morally malicious. So let's just say, let's just say there was some reason for you to get rid of your wife or husband. When I say get rid of, uh, divorce them or leave them, as long as you you know answer my question, I give you a hundred thousand dollars and you just walk away from them, and I'll make sure you get to the right state that you can't be. Uh, there's no way you can be uh, tracked down or whatever. You're you're safe safe from any legal there are certain people who would glad to take a hundred thousand dollars to walk away from their their family in the when a hundred thousand dollars was worth something say 40 or 50 years ago when a hundred thousand dollars probably worth more like five hundred thousand dollars a day there's plenty of people who would take that bet there's it's all a matter of finding out what uh what it takes to get somebody to do something and in in the case of uh uh military operations or or setting up a, a, a long 20-year war that we didn't win. We wound up losing everything, and we spent trillions upon trillions of dollars and had tons of loss. We had like 35,000 U.S. Uh, dead and who knows how many uh, injured with permanent life-altering uh, issues, say 100, 200,000. And then you have the Iraqi uh, side, and and their their casualties probably eclipse a million, or are close to it. Certainly over a half million dead. And then on top of that, and, and we're not even talking about Afghanistan. So there's no idea that that the there isn't just a handful of people controlling events, and and above them. I mean, as long as you can get a get a get a situation set up so that um, what do you call it? I just got hit by <laughs> fly or something uh you know the idea is is if the the financial markets allow you to do something you'll be able to do it look at liz trust evidently uh they got her out of office really quickly with barely any uh she barely been in office and evidently they put forth some kind of uh, budgetary restraints or restrictions or or they were going to change policy and that just couldn't cut it and they got her out of office Prime Minister, no less, you know, not not an insignificant position. Granted, her 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 uh, hold on the position was tenuous at best, but just as it goes to show, you can get promoted into a position and you can be out of it within two months. I think she served for like all of forty five days, 
I mean, <laughs> think about it. You know, we don't, the people that are supposed to be leading our country don't even lead our country. So it's got to be somebody else above that. We all know this by now. There's a reason why Larry Fink had ESG on the brain and could get $10 trillion worth of assets under management. Granted, his, his plan seems to be going, going sideways, but isn't that partly the case? I mean, destructing, I mean, everybody said, well, look at all these companies are going down, going down the tubes. Yeah, that might be part and parcel to the plan. I mean, <laughs> these people, <laughs> they, they have more than one lever to pull on us at this point. And we have such a oblivious population anymore. I hate to be so ranty tonight, but, you know, it's so hard not to be. But we have so many people that are so oblivious. I had a conversation or a, a little back and forth earlier tonight, and uh, they brought up the idea that uh, they're, uh, one of their uh, relatives, you know, she's older. She's an older uh, gal, and her, her mom's a lot, so she's mom's up in the 80s and i guess their friends are happiest clams they're like oh we sold our car dealership and we got money and we think biden's doing a great job there are some people that are so oblivious to what's going on they have no concept of this stuff and nothing's changed in their life they're not on the they're not living on they're not living by their fingernails and hanging for hanging on for dear life they're they benefited or they just happen to be asset rich at the particular time and of course you know yeah they're older and, and they they watch by the same channels they've always watched and they're going to continue to watch and they're going to keep on being misinformed the same way they're not doing any of their own research of course people say you know that's always been that's that's how they get people too they say oh you you're, you're one of those people say like, yeah when you start actually digging into stuff and start reading what these people actually say especially in the and when you talk about congressional records like today or uh, yesterday, the release of, you know, the Biden uh, FD 1023s, the FBI. Yeah, you can learn all kinds of things. There's lots of things. And, you know, when the media p p picks and chooses what to cherry pick out of, like things like the Mueller report or the IG report or the Durham report, or all these damn reports they put together. Irrespective of whether those reports are worth F all, because uh, those are those, remember that's just a compendium of uh, uh, what supposedly is thousands of in interviews taken, and whether or not they choose to put any of that in there at all, or who they didn't investigate, or who they didn't interview. The the, the actual main problem with all this stuff is, yeah, you know, we're you know we don't have a system that works where the people that are supposed to get it. I mean, this is nothing new to most people that the people that are supposed to be getting the most heat and in investigation never do. They're never held to account. Well, you know, if you're going to have a country coming forward from this point, I don't know how long it'll take. It may take five years, may take 20, but, you know, they won't. The, the things that I grew up with and many of the people that listen to this, they're gone. You're never going to see them again. I mean, the way they're, I mean, and like, like an educationally, it's utterly absurd the things that are getting taught to these kids. Every time I see one of these broadcasts, I would have, um, I, I, maybe five, ten years ago, I would have said, this has got to be bullshit. No, it's not bullshit. Not only are they transitioning these kids, they're teaching them there's all these genders. It's not gender, it's sex. Male and female. 
And yes, there is the XXY and the XO. We all know about those things. Uh, you know, there's there's the the oddities, the less than one percent. It's actually probably less than 0.1 percent. I know it's supposedly about one in two thousand, but even then, I'm I'm starting to question that. But even if, even so, if it's one in two thousand that have the abnormalities, but even those things can be can be easily uh, dealt with. Unfortunately, we have doctors now that think they're they're they think they're playing with they're playing God. They think that they can play God. They they've made a hustle, and they're being they, that's why they have to market this stuff so hard. There's a reason why you know you're suddenly getting all these uh, children's hospitals and stuff that are promoting this stuff. You know that they can you know or children and or uh, up to you know you know anywhere from eight to sixteen. They're targeting kids. That's why they have to teach them about all these crazy. Uh, literally tonight on broadcast, it was literally I, I saw I saw directly there's somebody saying, "Oh, there's over a hundred genders." They're just confusing these poor kids. These poor kids. These absolute these kids are going to be so messed up for the rest of their entire life. It's it's child abuse. It's just straight out child abuse. And as somebody who experienced a fair amount of that from. One particular parent back when I was nine and ten years old for like nine months straight without cessation. I'm very upset about this shit. It's really that I, I don't talk about it very often, but I, I mean, at least not to the extent that I could have. But uh, yeah, it impacted my entire life. Um, it impacted my mom's entire life. She wasn't the one that did this. She readily tried to escape it. Matter of fact, uh, unfortunately, at one point, she she uh, she left me with 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 my uh, uh, father at that time for about six weeks, mainly because he was you know it, there was so much blackmailing and and uh, threatening and manipulation that yeah I, I understood where my my mom couldn't couldn't see straight either she was in fear for her life and she was in fear for my life but she felt maybe there wasn't there wasn't nearly as much in my case anyway that's a that's a whole side story but the point is is the the amount of gaslighting and manipulation and how much my dad used to do that and play play me off of her expect things from me expect me to give him answers and information he pumped me for information all the time Every Friday night, when he got every other week, every Friday night from Friday till late Sunday, when my mom got me, it was hell. It was forty-eight hours of hell for me. I hate to say that, but it was. You know, it was. It was about. I, I barely kept my wits about me, but it was all about. You know, and he he had a lot of religiosity in there, and he threw a lot of questions at me. He expected me to ask these questions of my mom. He expected me to ask her the same things over and over again, you know, and then I had to tell him what he wanted to hear or I say things would get worse for me quite quickly. See what I'm getting at now? These these teachers in school are all, you know, all these women are all so sweet. And they're like, see, kids, there's a hundred different genders. You can be just about anything you want to be. They, 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 it's the same kind of soothing, snake-like situation and these women are batshit crazy, and they got they got the they got the they got a platform 
where they feel like they're untouchable. And we have cool school administrators who just, they're doing this. They're, they're the ones too. They hire these crazy nut jobs and, and these crazy nut jobs are wrecking your, you're wrecking kids all around the world. It's unbelievable that this shit's happening. Sorry, there's somebody walking by, so I figured I'd calm it down here a second. Anyways, yeah, we're not going to have a country. We can't get our education back if we can't get our legal system back. <laughs> you, it's hard for me to call it a justice system. It never has been just to me. But uh, anyways, you know, the legal part of it, the aspects of it, the functionality of this stuff is just unbelievable that it's gone this way. And it, I mean, it wasn't, it, it didn't just start with, you know, COVID, obviously. Like I said, they, 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 there's been a specific motivation these last seven years to, um, to get us in this, uh, this box. Um, and really going back to the end of, uh, uh, the great financial crisis of 2008 and nine. And that was actually, I the probably the best thing that ever happened to me was, uh, going off uh, mainstream media from roughly about 2010 to late 2015. And then coming back and when I saw where we had gone to, and then some of the things I was exploring online at that point were, uh, showing me that the whole world was starting to go cuckoo. It was slow. It was a slow, slow process on the slippery slope. I mean, I wasn't aware. I did. I, I was late to Gamergate. I was late to some of these uh, um, cultural landmark situations. Uh, uh, was it um, 2014? The the Missouri incident. Uh, the George uh, was this, the guy George Zimmerman down in Florida. Didn't care. Didn't. I mean, when I say didn't care, I just I didn't pay any attention to it. Uh, I, I thought it was isolated. I thought it was, you know, just a, a, a fad or, a, uh, you know, it was kind of like I thought, okay, yeah, we had Rodney King back in the 90s and that eventually calmed down. But no, this time it was different. <laughs> this time was different. Uh, they, uh, they took the, they, they, that was a, there was a launch of an uh, organized platform under our prior, under Obama and Biden. The two worst, you can, I will, you know, they will go down as the two worst uh, presidents unless the next one is even worse than these two. But I can't see how that would happen. But, and stranger things have occurred. Uh, those, those, uh, and all the people they hired, all the basic Marxists, these Jacobins, whatever you want to call them, they're, they're certainly evil. They don't care at all. And they, and, and they're smug and self-righteous, and they have achieved their goal, and they got put where they wanted to be put. And we have a Congress filled with the same kind of garbage on both sides. Weak, weasley, ineffectual, and then around the country, there's the same same problem. You know, you the, the amount of distrust and mistrust that has come, and, and it's not just me, obviously, and I'm far from the only one is just to the point where, yeah, 
I wouldn't trust. I don't even know if there's anybody in the local local ranks that are worth trusting. I suggest if you know anybody it is at the local uh, ranks, you need to get them up to speed really quickly. I mean, if they don't know, you better get them where they need to know. And if they think that's all hogwash and bullshit, I mean, I don't know. Maybe there's a maybe there's a piece I can write that is like a primer. But there's so many events. I don't want it to be. It, it, here's the thing: to to really log all the things that have gone on it, at the bare minimum. If it was just without a lot of details, and if it's just links to all the things that all the chaos and all the things that are, uh, and to try to build a cohesive. Even if I build like a, you know, nice little logical structure, it's still going to be like five thousand words. <laughs> I say. I mean, maybe, maybe I should, maybe that should be my goal to see if I can write it in twenty five hundred words and tell you everything you need to know. But even at that, then there, there's always going to be someone that's going to say, "There's too much." You know, uh, I, I won't read more than five hundred. You know, some people will read more than a paragraph or two. And, and, and if you can't wow them in the first two paragraphs, you're, you're over, which I mean, I understand, you know, some people have time constraints and there's been, there are so many people who have been trying to ring the alarm bell. Um, and I see them on, obviously I see them on Substack quite a bit and other people are, you know, there's some people who are trying to ring the alarm bell. Some people are trying to ring their money bell. Uh, you know, if you know what I mean, um, I'm not, I'm just looking to, um, I, the solution, uh, I guess here, I, I should go forward with this and, and go back to what we should all be looking for solutions. The problem is there is no one solution. There really isn't. Uh, you need to be as, as best prepared as you can possibly be, uh, with your finances, with your property, with your protection, with your, um, you know, flexibility to get in and out of situations. You need to have a family who is very aware. If you have, you know, a spouse, a son, daughter, all that uh, extended family, they should be all on the same page. If you have to show it to them every night and if they say, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, no, 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 this isn't, this isn't one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moments. I'll get to it when I get to it. No, this is called, you need to be damn well aware of what's going on. And you need to have your head screwed on, right? Because you're going to need that going forward. At some point, there's going to be a go time. And if you aren't ready to go, it could be really shitty. It can be really shitty real quick. Because you know what? There's people that, they, remember, you're, we're operating on their time schedule. I'm not saying they're, they're, the people that are trying to do this with the like currency, like there's an article tonight. It just so happens that there, you know, there's all these different uh, uh, pushes to get to this uh, uh, central bank digital currency or tying it to some kind of construct to identification. The one I was looking at tonight was uh, tied back to AI, the co-founder of uh, uh, Sam Altman. He co-founded, uh, um, was it the chat GPT? So for those who are aware of the AI technology out there, I'll put a link in the uh, 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 link in the audio podcast. Anyways, the point is, is that yes, there's a lot of this stuff going on, 
And it, this isn't the first time I've mentioned it, and it shouldn't be the last time. But between AI, uh, the, the central bank digital currency, the destruction of law and order, the destruction of education, um, the idea of cutting back, cutting our, our food supply and all these other uh, initiatives that are going on right at present and substantially going on, um, you know, cutting down fertilizer usage, uh, energy, especially power power grids are uh, being flexed up. Uh, there's there's some other stuff out there that I can't can't qualify or can't vet in terms of the um, spikes and temperatures of ocean temperatures unusually tied to probably um, down to our core when I say the core the core of the earth so venting uh, substantially uh, heated water obviously lava that kind of stuff whatever the case may be it's heating up our oceans it isn't driven by climate change because it isn't driven by it or it isn't being driven by air or the in, in the sun or anything like that. I mean, there's they're always trying to hype that. So it go it stands to reason that there's certain certainly a problem going on, but you know when and if it's being addressed correctly or what what's the what's the response to that? No one really knows at this point. Uh, yeah, we're dealing with a lot of of um, events. Of course, here comes another person walking around. Hold on a second here. So this whole idea that uh, we have a lot of control, well, we're never going to have control, but we can be pre prepared for what's coming. And I think that's an important part. We certainly have to get to the point where um, such preparation is, you know, it's ingrained or we call it. Um, it's been so repeated that, you know, you don't think about it. It's just it's just have force of habit. And it takes a while to build a habit such as that. So uh, to address what we can all do, it's it, it boils it boils down to what we're willing to, uh, um, we're going to have to sacrifice things. Um, and, and, and I'm not saying you should panic yourself or rush out to do anything that, but you have to look at everything logically now and see where you, where you can get the most benefit, uh, from the, from the least amount of work. And, and also what, what's the, what would be the most beneficial, um, Say, for example, uh, in the long term, is there a opportunity to um, set yourself up in a way that you can you're certainly uh, able to ride out a prolonged storm? And when I prolong storm, I'm just using that as a, you know, what do you call an analogy or metaphor or whatever um, in order to achieve, you know, you know, the next phase. And you need to think about how you're going. If you have kids of an age, you, you certainly need to think about how you're going to educate them because you can't turn them over to the public schools or even the private schools or even charter schools. You can't, you have to personally vet your kids' educators. How good are they? 
What do they know? What do they talk about? You know, you know, are they, uh, <laughs> it never used to have to be so political, but they made it political. They did. So I, I but it really boils down to just what is it that they teach? And if, if you can't get a straight answer out of them, you don't want them because that means they're lying. They will lie to you. Remember the, the key thing about communists, they always lie. <laughs> you can say the same thing about fascists too, by the way, but certainly the congealing of the two uh, ideologies as has been going on. If you incentivize, think of fascism as the incentivization of communism, which I mean, it's kind of like the capitalism or corporate cronyism that incentivizes communism. Even um, what's his face, Anthony Sutton delved into that idea or that prospect back way back when the only reason why there was any, any, uh, things going proper in uh, communist Russia was how much uh, our big business, the American big businesses were involved with their, with their production and, and stuff like that. They, you know, they basically, we, we propped them up. <laughs> Go figure. seems like that's been going on for a long time. And uh, if you take, if you, if it wasn't for our absolute despicable foreign policy, if you leave that aside, how much how much we 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 rebuilt Germany, we rebuilt Japan, we essentially helped the Soviets do what they did for as long as they did, and then we we made China into the monster that's going to take us down, at least as far as I'm concerned, and they certainly want to take us down. Once once they hollow out this country completely, they'll infiltrate it. They'll 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 come over where they'll come and take this over. They're going to wait till we basically destroy ourselves which we're working on really quickly to do because we don't have enough people that can get their heads out of left and right by the way they don't understand at all at all that they're being hustled and conned and they have been for years and the best thing you probably can teach some of them to do is just get away from the tv set um i mean i don't watch it <laughs> I know I've rambled for a long time. I know I didn't, I, like I said, unrestricted. I guess you could say the whole point of this broadcast was to just, you know, to express my concerns. And and I wish there was an upside to the future that I could see readily right there, right, right in place. But what I will say is that we all are going to have to find our, our uh, own way of getting to that. We're going to have to make it and, and build a community with the people that you can. There's not, you, you, you no longer have the uh, luxury to um, entertain people that can't get on your page really quick. You know, you need to be able to get them on, on your, on your wavelength quickly, or they already have to be nearly on your wavelength within a matter of weeks, not, you can't, you can't try to cajole along one of your relatives who's just absolutely stuck on stupid and won't listen. Um, and you shouldn't have to, that's not your job. If they don't want to learn, if they don't want to change, then as much as you they may like them for all kinds of other things, you may have grown up with them, you played ball with them, you, you know, you break bread with them, that kind of stuff. But if they're just not, they're not going to, they're going to be a hindrance. 
there's a there was a Bonhoeffer. Um, I think he was talking. He, he there's a piece I got to find again. He talked about the differences that that uh, the evil people are easy easier to fight than the stupid people. That uh, the evil people you can acknowledge them and you know who they are and you know you're not you're not confused, but people that are stupid are often somewhat tied to you or you just you just think that if you tell them one more time they would learn and they won't and they will they will bring you down they will sat it's just like uh they will sabotage the mission they will uh under if they don't know what they need to know by now they're not going to know it so i'm gonna leave it there for now um Thank you very much for listening. God bless the United States of America. God save the world.